Hello, and welcome to another episode of Young Black Misses. Even though some days I feel like old Black Misses. I am your host, Morgan F., and you are here for what I feel like this show has taken on a whole life of itself, where it's informative and and useful, and we talk about love and relationships and finances and side hustles and just all types of fun stuff. And I'm just so appreciative for you to stick around and listen to me talk every week. And I hope that you're gaining something out of this. Um, So yeah, so this next couple of weeks, I don't know how many, I feel like there's, and I'm pulling up my phone, I don't know how many um, Thursdays are left in the month. Oh, look, there's four Thursdays left in the month. All right. So for the next four weeks. I'm doing, you know how you go to church and, you, and your pastor will be like, I got a, I got a series for you. We're going on the series. So the next four weeks, we're going on a What I've Learned About Marriage series. And we'll start with this week. And this is all gearing up to my one-year anniversary. Yay! Okay, so we'll get on to the next segment. But I just wanted to kind of <laughs> let you know what's going on. And I'll be rocking with you. I'll be here. Even though I said I was only going to do 26 episodes, I'll be here. Because we're on, I think this is 24. I could be wrong. It might be 25. I'm going to have to go check. Okay, I've talked enough in this intro. On to the next segment, guys. Shaking my curls. Uh-uh, I'm shaking my curls. Uh-uh, I'm shaking my curls. Shaking my curls. Uh-uh, I'm shaking my curls. Uh-uh, I'm shaking my curls. Shaking my curls. I'm shaking my curls at... Guys, I would be remiss going, what's going on in this United States this week? And I not to talk about the mass shootings that have been going on. I know this is about weddings. We'll get there. I'm sorry, I know this is about marriage. We'll get there. But it's truly on my heart. And... I never say I'm the most political person or really, you know, I watch CNN, I read newspaper articles, things I see on Facebook impact me. But what hurts my heart so much is just to think that there are people in this world that just hate so much that they want to hurt so much. They're so hurt within themselves that they just choose to hurt other people. And how is that beneficial? It's not. It helps no one to hurt anyone. Hate, our energy spent on hate could be spent on love, could be spent on educating ourselves, could be spent on bettering ourselves. And it's just such a hard reality to think there are people in this world that hate you because of your skin color, because I'm a young black missus. <laughs> Emphasis on the middle word. Um, <laughs> and it's scary to think that one day I will raise kids in this society where you have someone in office that is so clueless to the racism and the hatred 
that he's created in this country. And that is all I'm going to say about politics because I don't want to get too deep. Do, 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 do. Um, but yes, so just I lived in outside of Dayton for several years of of uh, my college experience of so four years. And those people are people anywhere. It doesn't really matter. It, Anywhere USA, you know, anywhere USA has wonderful people, especially in a Walmart, you know, a Walmart might be a little ratchet, but it's for all, you know, it should be a safe place. And ironically, I don't go to Walmart that much. I'm a Target girl, but um, I was in Walmart and I just thought it was kind of funny. Like, oh, wow, I went to Walmart after this happened. Not that anybody's going to be like do copycats or anything like that. But it's just, where can we feel safe anymore? Not a church, not a concert, not a Walmart. Like, where can we feel safe to know that these shooters aren't going to come? I guess in our house, maybe. I don't know. I don't have the answer, Sway. Um, But I just know, and I'm a person of faith. I believe in prayer, but I know this is more than prayer. Prayer can change things and prayer can can get that ball rolling, but we need some action through prayer. The action, you know, needs to happen. That's what I think. Okay. This has been a long one. <laughs> All right. I need like a slow uh 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 it needs to be like uh 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 <laughs> it's not. All right, guys, on to the next segment. Ooh, into the main event we go. So as I said in the intro, I'm taking these next four weeks in August gearing up to my anniversary weekend, anniversary on September 2nd, to talk about the things that I have learned in this almost a year of marriage. Now that I'm no longer a newlywed. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Listen. I think, and there's the things that I'll talk about um, over the next course of the week will be things that we can all relate to from marriages to friendships. But I think the biggest thing that I have realized is crucial to a good, happy marriage is having that open and honest communication and, you know, they say those little cliche sayings, communication is key. Blah, blah, blah. Like, but it is. <laughs> I mean, tell the, I mean, it, it just, it is. Like, communication is key in a relationship, in a friendship, and in, in a whatever ship, you know? Uh, hard P on that, just in case you didn't hear me. <laughs> You have to be able to communicate effectively to meet needs and meet expectations of your partner. And, you know, my husband is very quiet. He's very to himself. Um, He is very in his head a lot. He's a thinker. My mom always says, well, he's a thinker. He's a thinker. Yeah, I know. He thinks a lot. He reads a lot. He Googles a lot. And, you know, 
in doing this podcast, starting this podcast in January, and the other ventures that I'm trying to do with my career. Um, I'm on my phone a lot, okay? And when I get in the car, we carpool. I When I get in the car, um, you know, I just, he drives. So I just want to like close my eyes and listen to the podcast that I'm listening to. Or I just want to get on Instagram, post whatever I need to post on Instagram. Or just, I just want to zone out and I don't really want to talk. So then I'll cook dinner. And that's kind of like my happy place when I'm cooking dinner. Um, Because I'm able to just focus and zen and relax and kind of de-stress from the drain of of just working a nine-to-five. But I don't want to talk. So weeks and weeks go on and you just don't want to talk. Well, you kind of want to talk, but you don't want to talk about anything too heavy and hardcore. Because everything's fine. Everything's good. And and for the most part, guys, things are pretty good. You know, just whatever, just in case you care. Um, no, we're good. But um, learning that communication, learning how important it is and how it can impact you if you feel like your partner's not listening. It's something that I learned this first year of marriage because there are times when I'm not a good listener and I own that. I'm not a good listener. I really am not. And I'm working on that. And if it takes me and also another thing, and this is not like a crutch or anything, but David has, is very soft spoken, very soft spoken. Um, he sounds good on these podcasts because he's right up by the mic. But if you see him in a natural light, you have to like lean in. Um, to be able to hear him clearly. So he's very soft-spoken. And he also kind of talks in circles, so it's confusing. I mean, there's a lot of barriers for my, you know, racing thought brain that might be able to just focus in on what he's saying. So a couple things that I have learned in being an effective communicator, or being, uh, being able to communicate effectively the first thing is to be being an active listener. And I've learned that over this year to be an active listener. Um, and what active listener looks like for me, and it may you know look like something different for you, is okay, so say David is telling me about his day. In order to show that I am actively listening, I tell myself, okay, <laughs> he's gonna hear this back. And I, but this is what I have to do. I'm like, okay, Morgan, ask him a question or or bring up something that happened like the day before so that that you're engaged in the conversation or something or make a joke at his comment. So I do one of those three things. Either I ask a question, I make a little joke, or or I like reiterate that I heard him in some way. Like all likes, oh, oh. So say he's like, oh yeah, work. I I wrote this. I wrote this. Um, you know, grand. That's not what he does, but I it, I can't really describe. But he, he like does marketing pieces for fundraising or for fundraising efforts. So it's, he'll say he wrote this or he he filed this record or he did this record fast. So I was like, oh, you know, you were able to be get that many get more records than you did before. Like, you know, 
it'll be something like that that I'll say so that he'll know I'm listening to him. Or like if he's talking about his friends, I'll be like, oh, yeah, did Matt say such and such? Like I'll bring it back to to what's happened in the past. And um, that's my way of trying to be an active listener. Another thing that sometimes I'll say like if I'm really trying, like, okay, what I heard you, like, if we're having a deeper conversation than like how you doing or whatever, I'll I'll repeat back. So what I heard you say was blah 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 blah, and that's one way that I'm trying to be an active listener. Another thing that I've learned when it comes to communicating effectively is sometimes you need, like, because we get so busy in our day. Like I said, I come home, I cook dinner. You know, I record my podcast, I, I do my side hustles, and I'm working on my business, blah, 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 you know, whatever. You know, I want to watch TV, I want to take a shower, I wanna blah, 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 whatever. Sometimes you have to make that time to be like, okay, let's talk, let's pray, let's whatever. So making that time to have a conversation about whatever's bothering them is useful too. And David's way of seeing whatever's bothering me is he'll say, you know, how's your love tank? Because we did that five love language thing. So he'll say that. But for me, I'll say, I'm ready to listen if you're ready to talk. And that just kind of opens up the conversation and allows people to know that this is a safe space to have a conversation about whatever. Another way that I also communicate, well, not communicate. I have a certain poise, a certain stance in order to draw the focus so that I am, because again, I'm tired. I just want to be present for my man because he deserves that from me. And I'm not the greatest and I'm working on it. And maybe I'm being hard on myself and maybe he would say differently, but Um, I don't think so. Um, so I really have to take a stance. Like if he wants to say something and the radio is on, I have to turn the radio off so I can hear him. Because again, he's very soft spoken. And if the radio is up too loud, I can't hear him over Lizzo. Like truth hurts. Needed something more exciting. Oh, you talking? Okay. Down. What? Okay. Um, Except for when that bar come on that I like. I'm going to hit you back in a minute. Hold on. Let me let that go real quick. On play tag. I've been it. Okay, 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 okay. You can go. You can go. Um, But I really have to put myself in a position to listen to him. So I have to turn to him, look him in the eyes, like put my phone down and really have that conversation and really hear him using those Things that I was mentioning early or about like popping in, asking the questions just to verify that I'm listening, verifying that that I'm connecting what he's saying back to something that's previously happened. Um, so that is how I'm communicating and listening to him. And then when it comes to me expressing what's wrong, honestly, I have no, I have like, I'll just flat out say it. Like, you've been acting weird. What's wrong with you? How's your love tank? So... Yeah. Communication has been the key to still being happy a year later. I'm in a Facebook group. Um, I'm not going to say the name of the group. 
but like I, they're newly married women, black women. And honestly, I joined it because I thought, no, oh, this would be, but now I kind of wish I'm not in it. I might not get in it because they're silly. Um, I feel like that about a lot of Facebook groups. And I want to do like a cool one where we talk about cool stuff. I don't know. But, um, you know, people were saying their first year of marriage is probably their hardest year of marriage. I don't know if I feel like my first year of marriage was the hardest year of my marriage, but you know, it's take it every day. I take it every day, step by step. So anyways, I hope my tips for communication have been helpful to you. This is what I do. Um, you know, and that you learn to be an effective communicator at all times and no matter what you're doing, because it's so important to hear your partner and be able to speak to your partner and for them to speak back to you and know it's like a, a no judgment safe zone. Okay, on to the next segment. I'm looking at this quote that sits on my desk that I never really notice. And it says, love recognizes no boundaries. It jumps hurdles, leaps fences, penetrates walls to arrive at its destination full of hope. And that was Maya Angelou. Angelou. <laughs> Sorry. Maya Angelou. You know, ups and downs of marriage, ups and downs of relationships, knowing that I chose him, and I choose him every day, happily. Do not cry, Morgan. <laughs> um, I Look, if these next four weeks is a love story to my husband, then let it be, you know? Or a love letter to my husband, then let it be. For every, every card he wrote to me, we talked about that in another episode. Um, just knowing that... When you communicate, you're expressing your love. And I think that's super dope. Okay. Enough sappy stuff. You can follow me on YouTube. <laughs> no, not YouTube. On Facebook and Instagram at Young Black Misses on Facebook and Young Black Misses Podcast on Instagram. But I mean, like the name says Young Black Misses Podcast, but the at on Facebook is Young Black Misses. I just noticed that today. So, but I feel like you, if you wanted to find me, you, you found me for sure. Um, yeah. Until next week, guys. Peace.